Welcome to Pivot, a podcast hosted by Katie Day, where we find out how business owners have been pivoting their businesses to stay relevant and successful. Hey guys, what's going on? Katie Day with the Moving to Texas team with Cobalt Banker in Houston, Texas here today with another episode of the Pivot podcast. Today, I'm joined by Wendy Crane uh, with Cobalt Banker, the Vice President of Learning and Education um, and all things all things Cobalt Banker. So welcome, Wendy. How are you today? I am doing fabulous. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Yeah, I'm excited. I um, I actually think that I first met you um, in Vegas. I sat in on one of the classes that you were teaching at Gen Blue in 2019. Was that last year? Yeah. So that is no, we didn't wait. It, 2019. Was it, last year? it was 17, it was and then yes. So, and that was the I don't remember because I I took this position, and I think less than a week later, it was Gen Blue, and it was kind of like just threw me in as the vice president. I went from being a education manager to the vice president of learning for all of Coldwell Banker, talk about like massive change. Mm -hmm. And then they threw me into teaching like these teams classes. I had like seven classes I had to learn in a week. It was insane. So I'm sorry if I don't remember meeting you. No, 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 no. (laughs) I I remember, I remember because you were like, hey, like, sorry guys, if this is a little, you know, all over the place because I literally got this booklet like last week, but we're gonna dig in and and, um, we had actually just started our team. So it was like a lot of really good information um, and, you know, things that I knew we should have done that we didn't, um, to reinforce that, you know, uh, in, in my mind. I'm so glad it's all like a big, big, just blur to me. I just remember just, I just need to survive through this week and it'll be okay. <laughs> but what a good way to, to, you know, uh, transition into a new position, right. Then having to present to hundreds of people over and over again in, you know, the largest conference for our company. Yeah, they just throw you in the deep end of the pool and hope that you can swim. So <laughs> they didn't even give me floating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I made it. Yeah, no, it was great. It was a great class. So much awesome, appreciated. Thank you. Um, cool. So for for those that may not know you, um, you know, prior to being, you know, all things education with Cobalt Banker, kind of what was what was your your history and you know in real estate and in, in life, things like that. Yeah, so um, I got my real estate license in 2004. Um, I was the director of sales training for a telecommunications company prior to that. I got married and relocated and um, we bought our first house and it was a disaster. And I remember my husband just saying to me uh, over and over again, you should get your real estate license. And I didn't even think he was serious. And he's like, all you would really have to do is answer your phone. Um, so I did get my real estate license and I wasn't thinking that it would be a career at all. You know, I, I think there's probably a lot of people who were like, ah, I just won't have to pay a commission when I buy and sell houses. Right. So that was my initial thought. And it was the end of 2004, um, 2005, I started with a small brokerage firm. They were called Buccaneer Realty. So you can laugh. It's funny. I always laugh when I teach that class and they say Buccaneer Realty, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Very small mom and pop's place. I'm in Florida. So um, fortunately, I had a background in sales. So I did well. Um, 2005, 2006, Florida was really one of the first to crash. We boomed and then we crashed. So I came in as a buyer's agent with a small brokerage firm, didn't really understand listings. worked with buyers in a market much like today where there would be 27 offers on a property before it even hit the market. Yeah. The average sales price was like 350 for first time home buyers. It was a struggle. By the time I got my first listing, the market had started to shift and it expired. So I dealt with a lot of adversity up front. In 2007, we got acquired by Coldwell Banker. 
And that was probably the best thing that could have happened to me. Um, at the time, I didn't really realize it because, you know, I just came to a meeting one day and they said, you're no longer Buccaneer Realty, you're Coldwell Banker. I was like, nobody tells me who I am. No, I'm not. I'm an independent contractor. I can do whatever I want. Um, but they have great training. So I started going to training. And I, I remember the very first time I sat into my very first training session. It was amazing. It was about the market. I had never really understood how to watch inventory. I mean, like I did not know what I did not know. It's amazing. I closed any deals before I became a Cobalt Banker agent. Um, so I just took it all in and... I had dinner that night with my husband. I said, I want you to mark, mark my words right now. This is life changing for me. Like I, I know how to help people. Like I feel the power in me. Like I've been doing all of these things wrong. Uh, and then the market crashed, right? I mean, it crashed, crashed Yeah. and it stayed crashed. I mean, from up until 2010 or 11 was when it started to really kind of shift. Um, but because it crashed and because I had to deal with all that adversity, I mean, we had the crash we had the BP oil spill. So not only was the market bad, I mean, then pretty much everything I had under contract at that point um, fell apart after the BP oil spill. I started doing short sales. That was all you could do. I became a short sale expert. Um, but I really had a huge referral base because I spent so much time helping people who were in trouble get out of trouble. Mm -hmm. And I made more and more and more money every year until, I mean, I got to the point where I couldn't, I was getting ready to grow a team myself before um, I got recruited into learning and development. I had no desire at all to ever stop selling. If you would have asked me at the time, I would have said, there's no way that I'm giving up this real estate business, blood, sweat, and tears, 10 years, you know? Yeah. Um, but the person who tried to recruit me, I said no twice <laughs> on the third, on the third lunch. Um, I loved, I loved the guy who was running learning at the time, Gary Kopko, amazing, amazing teacher. He sat down with me. And said, you know, you've, you've been telling me about Cobalt Banker and how much it's changed your life and how, I mean, you bleed blue. And he said, you have this amazing business. He said, I want you to really just go home. Don't, don't answer me right now. He said, but I want you to think about what you could do to give back to the company that you say has changed your life. I think that you have so much to offer. And that's, I mean, that was it. And that's all he had to say to me. Like he, he knew exactly what to say. He practiced the script. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm like, I mean, by the time you were at a third lunch, like, you know, it's not like it was your first meeting. He he knew yeah. you. He knew you at that point. Yeah. So I spent uh, five years running Florida alone. I ran I, our Florida company was a very, very large company on the um, Cobalt Baker Realty side. We had 5,000 agents and 90 offices. So it's a huge, huge company. And I did that. Loved it. Uh, and then they decided to re- position learning in 2017. And they brought on what we called education managers. There was a North, South, East, and a West. And I, I was practically running the majority of the South anyways, because I had Florida and Florida was like half of the region. So I ended up taking that position, which I did for about two and a half years. Um, and then they offered me the vice president of learning for the affiliate side. Now, back then there was a vice president of learning for Cobalt Banker Realty, formerly known as NRT, and then the Cobalt Banker brand. So there were two vice presidents of learning they offered me the vice president of learning on the affiliate side and I declined it because number one, I had been with the company owned side for so long. That was all I knew. And I had just laid the foundation for my team. I had 12 instructors. I had all my managers knew me. I mean, all the hard work was done and I really just wanted to enjoy the fruits of my labor for like a year or two. 
Um, and then I had an unfortunate situation with my mom's health and I had to take a leave of absence from work and I was gone for about three weeks while I tried to help her. And then when I got back, um, I got called into a conference call and they said, we want to do something different. We don't think there should be two vice presidents of learning uh, for Coldwell Banker. We think that it should be joined. It should be one Coldwell Banker. Now, this was before one Coldwell Banker even existed. Like no one had even yeah. heard. Clearly, they knew that one Coldwell Banker was going to be. It was coming. Right. Yeah. I didn't. But they said, we want one vice president of learning. We think you have the dynamics to do that. So, I mean, again, like who doesn't want to do something that's never been done before? I had no idea what I was getting myself into at the time, but it sounded amazing. So I said yes. And uh, that's when it got really crazy. So that's that's the history. And then you came to Vegas and then, you know, a week later I was in Vegas and uh, it's pretty much a blur since then. Yeah. 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 Um, I just can't believe we're already, I mean, I guess, yeah, that was early 2019 um, earlier than usual. Yeah, March. But, you're right. It was, it was, yeah. and that's why it feels so long. Jeez. The January feels long ago, right? It was that, it, that it does. That it does. Um, Cool. So the, the title or the the name of the podcast is Pivot. Um, so, I mean, I, I feel like you just gave so many different times in your life in which you you pivoted just to stay, you know, um, successful and, and relevant and things like that. But um, the one thing that I did want to talk to you about, and I think that Cobalt Banker did so well over the past few months was all of the, the expos and seminars and training and classes um, that are offered. So, I mean, I'm sure you all had a plan for the year of, you know, in-person trainings and, and trainings throughout all of the different regions and, and things like that. Cause I know, you know, I see them from our, our, uh, our training uh, department down here. Right. Um, so what all kind of went into, as, as you realized we would be working from home, what all kind of went into adjusting and then everything that y'all have done this year? Yeah, it was, uh, it was wild. I was, I traveled about 90% of the time. Um, I mean, I was on the road every single week and we was, we, I was getting ready to hop on a plane to go to Austin, Texas, because I run the commercial learning uh, division too. And I was going to teach coaching in Texas, in Austin. Um, and that got canceled. And we were like, hmm, then I was supposed to be in Fort Lauderdale the following week. And I was like, there's no way they're going to cancel the Cardis con, you know, Cardis yeah. um, conference. Yeah. That's just people come from all over the world. Well, they did. And the next thing I know, I got seven o'clock in the evening. I got on a conference call with leadership and they're like, we're done. We're shutting everything down. And I mean, I had 36 live instructors, you know, who, yeah. who were doing live training. And you're right. We had a plan for the whole year. Um, the first thing I had to do was get a virtual training calendar up and running. And I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm sure when people think about this, like live instruction and virtual instruction are two very different things. So different. Um, very different things. It, adult learners, there's different ways that you have to facilitate. So the first thing we had to do was make sure that our instructors really understood we're going to a virtual environment and how to do that. Now, to add insult to injury, we have been using um, WebEx forever since WebEx was our, our virtual training platform and the contract was expiring in March. So in late January, um, February, we were looking at all these different platforms to move to. We looked at Big Blue Button. We looked at Zoom. We looked at a lot, Microsoft Teams. We decided on Zoom right before this pandemic, we signed our contract with Zoom. So if you can imagine how thankful we were, right, that we got in at the beginning and signed that contract, but we also had to teach all of our instructors how to use a new platform to teach on. So we had to create 
We had to get our courses and we had to pivot our courses from instruction that is live to instruction that is virtual. We had to teach instructors how to teach virtually and we had to teach them on a new platform. My team, I cannot say enough about my team. I have never seen people just shift and work. And I mean, I, at one point, I was getting text messages at 11 o'clock at night, four o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning. I mean, I think it was probably in 48 hours, we had a full calendar full of classes, three classes a day that we had published. We had our people with their accounts. They started training now in the background. So while we're doing that, education expos were actually just happening out West. So you're out West. So you may have heard of education expos. They were part of um, what, what the company called reinvention or our core for, you know, production power, coaching to confidence, wealth builder and culture of awesomeness. So they have been doing these education expos, a lot of them in California live, um, but learning wasn't involved. It was a marketing effort. So as the vice president of learning, they came to me and said, you know, we need to scale these across the United States. We really want to do this for everyone in Cobalt Banker Realty, not just our West company. So fly out there, go to some of these expos and then let's figure out how we can scale it so my last trip was to california um, and i went to several of their education expos and i was trying to figure out how we could scale those we were thinking they would be live yeah. across all of the united states well i i said just a second ago that that was a marketing initiative so while i was in the background trying to train my trainers on a new platform and create a virtual training calendar casey ricker who's in charge of the product studio was creating a virtual education expo in the background. She, I'm the face of those because I am the host, but Casey Ricker really is the one who got these things started. She literally just called me and said, hey, we need to do this and I want to open this up to the entire industry. So that was the other thing that we did first um, is we said, we're gonna broadcast these, but we're not just gonna broadcast these to Coldwell Banker agents. We're gonna broadcast these to the entire real estate world. So they created the content, they created the concept. They just put my face on the screen. I created the facilitation guys. It was a true collaboration. Yeah. I mean, I kid you not, we had a practice session on Friday and it was the first time I saw the PowerPoint. And the following Tuesday, <laughs> We went live. No, we were supposed to go live. That's right. We were supposed to go live on Tuesday. It got pushed back to Thursday. I don't remember because it was like a blur. It was the craziest thing. And, and, and the, the craziest part of it all, Katie, was there we were doing this thing. We had an Inman and that was the thing. It was, we, we released it to Inman. So we knew that everybody was going to know that we were going to do this thing. How many people were going to come? We weren't really sure. Like our biggest live at Expo would have between maybe four to 600 people. Yeah. So we go live. And we had over 5,000 agents attend our, I mean, it was, we all sat down after it was over and we were like, what has been our second expo? We did them. <laughs> we did them twice a week. I still don't know how we did it. Six of them twice a week. I yeah. do them once a month now and it almost kills me twice a week. We did them. Um, and the second one, we had 8,000 agents. So we trained 4,000, 40,000 agents. And to, to put this in con, like to kind of help you understand like what this means, my team's goal, our goal in 2019 was to train 12,000 agents in a year. Yeah. In, in three weeks, we trained over like 35,000 or 40,000. I don't remember crazy amounts of yeah. agents. Um, so that was, it's still, it's still amazing when I, when I think back on what happened there, but that was a massive pivot. And then when it was over, you know, when the six sessions were over, cause we were just going to do six. Yeah, because they're normally they're normally six hours, you know, they'd be like from nine to three. So you'd have a six hour session. That's how they decided on six sessions. 
you know, leadership came to me and said, you cannot stop doing these. Like, these are fantastic. The value yeah. is there. Our agents love it. So we continued. Um, that's when I got our new series, which was running a virtual real estate business from A to Z. So we were doing them every month now, the first Thursday of every month from two to three Eastern Standard Time. And you were one of our first, I think you were the second session. Second session is when I, when I, when I remember actually meeting you for the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, and that's what I think was, was so great about them. Um, and I don't think as a, as an attendee of those, I wouldn't have known that there was so much going on behind the scenes. Like you're polished, the presentations look great and it was awesome. So kudos to y'all on that. But, um, what I liked the most about the entire series and, and obviously them continuing to be ongoing is that like, it was also relevant, right? It was all like things that we needed in our business. And like, I know, um, just from like in our local market here, there are a lot of people that have been really lost over the past few months, like not knowing what they needed to be doing, not knowing, as you said, like how to zoom and things like that, that, um, you know, giving tips and tricks for virtually for staying relevant for doing social media for, I mean, there've been so many different, uh, topics, but for all of those things are, are so important, um, and so helpful, I think. Thank you. Thank you. And it, you know, it's, it's really people like you, it's our agents. And that's what I also love is we're able to tap into, we've got the most amazing network of agents. It blows my mind when I talk to them and hear about what they're doing and the simple fact that, you know, you're willing to share, right? There are some companies where no one really wants to share their secrets, but it's like with Coldwell Banker, people are like, let's just, we want to help each other. We're going to put it all out there. Um, and that's what our agents are doing. They're just really being completely vulnerable with their business, with what they're doing well, with what they're struggling with. We're doing masterminds. Um, it's been a really amazing time of collaboration. We've really seen the best in people and it's been refreshing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I completely agree. Um, as far as anything else to add um, over the past few months with with Coldwell or anything like that, like, is there anything else that you want to add or, or expand on? Um, well, the company itself, I mean, you're, the just-in-time content, so it's not just the education expos, right? So those were a really big piece of it. Those, those are uh, causing a lot of... Um, it's tying up a lot of my time, but I'm just one person and there's such a huge staff of mine. I've got three education managers on the, the realty side. I've got Jill Hickson on the affiliate side. I've got all, all my instructors. Everyone is working on their part and our instructional designers created a lot of new content. So in addition to just the ed expos, right? As you just said, we knew we needed to pivot and shift and have classes on how to hold a virtual open house and have classes on how do you create rapport with someone when you can't sit down with them at the kitchen table. So we had a series of these things. So whether it was the education expo or maybe it was a 60 minute quick virtual class that you could do or a mastermind, we tried to do a lot of different things. Um, so I think we've covered a lot of bases. I'm really proud of my team and I'm just proud of the company. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. And that's, I think, um, you know, you briefly touched on it, but being one of the first or being the first brand to push it all out to the entire industry as a whole, I think was really cool. Um, because again, you know, in, in, in a spirit of collaboration, um, you know, I think that it was, um, I, I had a lot of people that I knew with different brands and with, you know, independent brokerages or boutique firms or whatever that were like, this is so cool. This is such helpful information. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, from selling real estate for 10 years myself, right? And I, I sold during the crash. And I remember during the crash, um, a lot of agents went out of business. And mm -hmm. so the cream rises to the top. So at one point, it was refreshing because I was dealing with 
true professionals pretty much everywhere. But as the market got better, you've got a lot of these small and nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with a small independent firm. I'm, I'm happy for people who run their own businesses and are entrepreneurs, but they just can't do the types of things that we can do. But as agents, we work with other agents. And if we have other agents who know what they're doing and know how to read a contract, it just makes it better for everyone. It makes yeah. it better for the industry as a whole because people are having good experiences. So I'm all about sharing. And I don't think, I think there's abundance for everyone. Yeah, and I'm glad that we took that stance as a company. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, cool. So kind of kind of switching gears a little bit, um, what would be something like a fun fact about you or something maybe that no one knows or may not know if they just met you? Um, um, so I think probably a, a good one would be, and I don't think anybody would be surprised to hear this. It might, it might be like an aha moment for them. But um, I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Musical Theater. So I've been... Um, in front of audiences since I was five years old. And I think that's what has made me a pretty good trainer. But my last show, I played Maria in West Side Story and it was really incredible. Well, was that your favorite show or what would be your favorite role or show that you were in? <sighs> okay, so I never got to play my favorite role. I wanted to be Annie, but <laughs> I'm too old for that now. I wanna play Miss Anne again. Um, but the favorite role that I actually ever really did get to be, you know, that I got to perform in was probably um, Nonsense, where I played Sister Mary Leo from um, Hoboken. That was really fun. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, yeah, if I ever hear of any productions of Annie, I'll keep you posted. Um, <laughs> make a great Miss Anne again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Um, cool. As far as um, anything else that you want to add or touch on? Well, I will just say, since I've got you, thank you very much for being willing to share. And thank you for doing this. You're amazing. You're one of those people that, you know, in my network, I look at and go, it's incredible. Um, so I appreciate you giving me an opportunity to speak and, and share what we're doing and learning. And to anybody who's listening, we love your feedback. Um, so if you want to hear us teaching something or you want to hear more about a specific topic, let us know. We'll do our best to do it. Yeah, for sure. And then on that note, too, as far as, you know, expos and all this training, where can people find that online? Thank you for asking. So if you go to blog.coldwellbanker.com, that's our blog. You can just search Education Expo and you will find all of the links to all of our expos. They are live and we record them and we post the presentation and the replay. So you can go back and see all of them from the beginning of this year. So yeah, that's a, a lot of hours of great content um, out there on the web. So cool. Good deal. Um, awesome. Well, I truly appreciate Wendy taking the time out of your day to chat. Um, it's always fun to catch up. Um, and yeah, much, very much appreciated. Thank awesome. you, Katie. Cool. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pivot. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and follow Katie on social media at MoveMe2TX to stay up to date in all things real estate.